0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, and possibly good night, depending on what time you tune into my cast. I am your host, Kaivon Williams, and this is Failing In Love. Normally, you know, I try to drop that little, oh, today I'm feeling in whatever, whatever. But like, this is a, a real serious subject. I wanted to wait like uh, a month or so, you know, for things to kind of cool down but how can things really cool down when we're talking about such a controversial topic as abortion, you know? Uh, to me, it, it's very loaded, you know? And no matter where I stand on the debate, you know, cause I, I'm trying to play devil's advocate to have a better understanding of both sides. Because I always feel like there's some compromise that can be made, you know. Um, so, one of the first people I talked to about this was my daughter. And uh, she's 18 years old. So, she's, by the eyes of the world, she's a grown woman. She's always going to be my baby girl, but my baby's grown. So, we had this conversation. And she was like, well, no. Nah, if we can't get abortion, then all men should be castrated. <laughs> I was like, well, baby, it don't work that way. Abortion and castration are two different things. But I think she was operating out of a place of frustration. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, she didn't say castration. My mom, you're right, Chuck. She said a vasectomy. She said all men should have vasectomies. And uh, I still feel like she was you know, coming from a, a space of anger, which is her right. You know what I mean when whenever someone's like hey fuck that it's your body but you can't do this we're taking those rights away I mean and people will be like oh well it's the right of the state yeah but that's kind of how the civil war happened wasn't it like the states rights to have slaves and i think now a lot of people don't want to touch the topic because they'll be like oh well I'm not a woman so you know it's not for me to say or some people are just happy because they don't have to deal with that reality Uh, the reality of it is I have one daughter and two sons so I try to look at it from both like again from both sides and um, I remember I was talking to one of my brothers and he has a son and a daughter and his daughter's younger than his son and he was like you know I feel like that's gonna be a banner that my wife and uh, your niece is gonna have to take up you know what I mean it's not so much for me to have a say and then so he and I you know we we talked about what our thoughts were you know about you know the laws and you know how they can overturn stuff this that and the third and uh I'm not going to say he was shocked by what I said, but I think he wasn't expecting it, you know? And then, so we just, as you should with most debates, when they get heat, when they get heated up, like just kind of take a break, pause, chill, and realize that you're not going to agree with everything. So then, you know, I talked to my mom, took her take on it. You know, I talked to my best friend, uh, AR-26 and she was telling me her takes on it and you talk about (laughs) she's light-skinned so she got real red or real pink but uh, it's no laughing matter and uh, here's my take on it and I know it's not gonna be popular y'all be like oh you motherfucker how could you alright so here we go I feel that when a woman says hey I got a lot of life left to live I'm not ready to be a mom she could go to the clinic and she should be able to have that pregnancy terminated I feel like in this situation it should be no ask no tell as long as she didn't tell the guy I feel once you tell the guy It's not really so much your choice anymore because you didn't have to tell them. You could just win in there and be like, hey, I'm having an abortion. What is the purpose of telling the guy that, hey, your DNA is in me right now, and that DNA could turn into a life, and we're going to abort this life? Why even tell them? So now that you've told him and you're like, hey, I want to get this abortion. What if he's like, no, I've been wanting to be a dad since forever. You know, like my dad wasn't in my life. I want to be the best dad I could be. Let me raise the child. And you're like, no, my body, my choice. That's where things for me come at an impasse because it's like men are always told like hey make it take it if you lay down with that woman and she comes up pregnant you the father you handle your responsibility you man up you take that shit on the chin you should have wore protection or you should have did whatever whatever okay cool I know how babies are made but I don't know how every baby is made I don't know what's said when the doors close or in between the sheets or in cars or whatever the case may be. But I feel like if you read that stick and you pregnant and you don't tell that dude, cool. Just do what you gotta do and live your life. But as soon as he's involved, I think it opens up another can of worms because not only are you affecting your life, Not only are you terminating some cells that may grow into a human, but you're also killing off this man's bloodline. So now he's thinking, was I not good enough for how to have my baby? Was I not financially uh, ready? Was I just a fling? Uh, I don't know. It could be a lot of words that were exchanged. Like I said, I wasn't behind that door. So the reason why I say this is because no matter what she chooses, it's gonna affect the male too, you know what I mean, once he's told. And some women weaponize pregnancy. Come on, we grown. Let's not bullshit around like we not. Some women have to keep the dude, baby. You know what I mean? Some some women have to let's keep the marriage together, baby. You know, when that marriage and died or that dude got a family across town, and he's just fucking around with you. But your self-esteem is low or you you hoping for the best and it don't work out that way. And then when the shit don't work out in your favor, the judge is got to make that dude pay child support for 18 years. He can't be like, oh, I had dreams. You know, I, there's stuff that I wanted to do. I wasn't ready to be a father. He didn't have that option. So my question is, what is, what's the compromise? You know, like you will hear like certain scare tactics where they're like, oh, well, you know, what if she was raped? Okay. Absolutely have an abortion. Uh, What if it was incest? Absolutely have an abortion. What if it could jeopardize her health? Absolutely have an abortion. But we're talking about healthy <laughs> a healthy mom, healthy cells, healthy donor, all that stuff is healthy. And Dave Chappelle said it best. Are you really pro-choice? Are you anti-consequence? Because when they do go to court, no matter How he felt about the situation, whether he wanted to be a dad, he didn't want to be a dad, he's going to have to be a dad. And then financially anyway. So again, what's the happy medium? Like you make this woman have the baby, assign something to say, hey, I don't ever want to see this kid. I don't want pictures. You are the father. You are financially obligated to have this child and custody and all that. Or what? I mean there there has to be to me it's kinda like You know how people always talk about the Second Amendment, right? They always like Oh well it's my right to bear arms and it shall not be infringed upon blah blah blah. Yeah, when they was writing that shit, they wasn't thinking about like guns that could shoot a hundred rounds in four seconds and shit like that. I mean, they're loading muskets. And yeah, they had like Gatling guns. You had the hand crank and shit like that. But we have weapons now that have that capacity that a fucking 13-year-old could hold. So when Roe versus Wade was, what was it? When it was put in, I forget the years, like 50 years ago or whatever. And then you think about how the American family has just... But i just say for the black folks, man, the black American family, it's not really that nuclear family like it used to be. You know what I mean? The father, the mother, the kids, the dog. Because somewhere along the way, it was like, oh, shit, fathers don't matter. Like, shit, you have a baby with a man, you got to get some money out of them. And then it's like, I don't know who on this podcast knows me well. I don't know. Who is listening I just see that you know there's a certain amount of listeners I get every week, but for those of you who don't know me um I'm an independent film actor and writer uh I write scripts mostly like some people say my scripts are better than my acting. Hmm. agree to disagree, but when I need some money and I sell a script, I'm good for about three or four months. You know what I mean uh sometimes six. But when I don't, whew, it's rough, man. It's really rough. We talking about ramen noodles and Spam and Kool-Aid as a luxury type rough. Like my kids will always be taken care of, but me, like I would have to tighten my belt. You know, I remember uh, one year I did my taxes and I only made like $12,000. But the year before I made six figures You know, so it's just like there's going to be ebbs and flow when it comes with dealing with somebody with with that sort of career. And it'll be easy for someone to be like, oh, we'll just get a regular job. Fuck you. (laughs) You get a regular job. You do that shit if you want to. You got to take care of your responsibility. Yeah, they were. I suffered. My children didn't. But that's the role that I had to take on. But again, I have three children. So here's what we're going to do the Devil's Advocate. Here's what we're going to flip it. Let's say I was the woman. Would I have had all three of those children? I don't know. Like, I can make a case for all of them. One, I was too young. One, I was too old. One was a fling. But I'm happy all of them are here. Varying degrees, of course. But, you know, it's like... So, to be like, oh, no, well, you know, you should always welcome life into the world no matter what. I think that's bullshit. You should always be able to get an abortion if you want to. I think that's bullshit, too. I think there needs to be some sort of regulation and accountability, but you can't have the government do that. And when the government infringes upon that, like, that's when tyranny should break out because it's like... What the fuck's next? You know, and... uh, I remember I was talking to this one cat... And... uh, I didn't really agree with him... But I see where he was coming from... He was like... Women hate biology... Because like a man... I could go out... And I could bang a hundred women, right? But you won't know that I'm banging... I could be like... Oh, I'm celibate... I'm saving myself... Until the Lord finds me a partner... And I can be the smuttiest dog in the street, but a woman, she lays down with one dude, and she get pregnant, all that shit is over. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, everybody will see that. And I think that's another thing that, you know, people will wanna have that like, always change names to protect the innocent. I'm going to tell you the story of two women. We're going to call one baseball team, and we'll call the other one Graveyard for obvious reasons. This one chick, she had five kids. She works maybe two or three months out of the year. Uh, She files taxes, gets a huge return. She gets child support. She gets government assistance and she really don't do shit except for track down the baby daddies, but hey, you gonna make a payment? You gonna make a payment? I gotta go downtown. You gonna make a payment? Stressing these cats out. But that's all she do. And then, like, so not only you know, do they pay the child support, of course they can take care of their kids too, like child support, I'm not gonna say it's the bare minimum, because that's all some people got. But it's like, They take care of their kids and stuff too. And even take care of the other kids that she has. Like, she got it all worked out. And some people say good for her, some people say bad for her. I also know another woman who had four abortions. For me, I wouldn't say that's anything to be proud of. But I see her point. She didn't want to be a mother. She said she had no desire to be a mother. She's gonna live her life. She don't wanna be tied down. Two women, <laughs> one had five kids, one had four portions. So that that to me is why like this is like a hard topic to really discuss. You know, and uh again, you know, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on Instagram. Or email me at gmail, Williams at gmail dot com and we we could have the conversation further. We could even have a panel on this. hell, it could be all women and I'd be the one man listening or it could be um a mixed match or a mismatch or whatever however you say it and we got I feel like we got to learn from this situation. Do I feel the government should have say so over a woman's body? Absolutely not. Do I feel there needs to be some sort of compromise between the people? Yes. But if the government can force me to pay for a child I may or may not have wanted and garnish my wages, whether I want them to or not, without my say-so, people's like, hey, it's my body, it's my choice, it's my rights. Cool. What about when I work 40 hours and I see my check and that motherfucker's for $186? I can't live off that. Of I don't know anybody who can really live off that. Of but it happens all the time. Sometimes the shit happens out of spite. Sometimes it happens out of need. But there needs to be, you know, new, a new compromise. Again, I don't feel like the government should have say-so over your body. But I don't think you should have say-so over my check either. So the same way that you feel about, no, they're, they're, these are my rights. I hear you. If you have the right to be like, I don't want to have this child, cool. If a father say he want to have a right to not be a part of this, this child's life, cool. But there's always this negative connotation. On on all sides, like how I just said that woman had a but we gonna call a graveyard or whatever. You think graveyard care about what I call her? She's living her best life. You you think uh, baseball team really cares about what I call her? She's living her best life. But when it comes to fathers, I I remember I had to take a class. I'm going telling myself I had to take a class. For not paying child support on my middle child. Because I wasn't seeing them, And I was like. Well Mr. Williams child support is not visitation. Bullshit. I need to see my kid. To make sure my money's spent on my kid. And then here comes all the people. Well the money don't got to be spent on the child. It got to be spent on the bills. And da 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 da. Yeah I hear that. But when I get him. I don't get money for him being with me. Oh that's right. Because I got to be a man. I got to man up. So, to me, like, it's definitely a hot-button issue. You know what I mean? I, I try to keep a level head about this and try to be cool and calm and, and understand and, you know, articulate my points uh, and get them across, like, how I feel about it. And I may even be repetitive a couple of times just to get that point across in this podcast. But, uh, yeah, man, this is a heavy one but it's one that I felt like was definitely needed. You know, uh, my daughter, she has a boyfriend. My daughter is sexually active, not trying to tell her business, but her mom and I were sexually active too. A couple of years later, we were pregnant. And just looking back on it now, you know, I'm damn near twice that age that I was um, when her mom was pregnant with her. And there's there's so many things I felt like I would have done differently. But I'm so glad she's here now. You know what I mean? When she got my big nose and she got a mom's eyes and her mom's smile and my ears, and, you know. She got a uh, her granny's skin color and but somehow like, you know, she uh, I don't know. She she's looks she looks like an alien but she's so familiar like she's her own person and I remember just thinking about how she would look when she was in her mom's womb and she came out looking totally different. She came out looking like uh, that little squid baby for men in black and uh, I remember just thinking to myself, I was like wow, I'm responsible for this and You know, we joke about how I'm not the tallest guy in the world or whatever, but her little head rested in my hand, and her little feet didn't even make it down to my forearm. Like, she was that tiny, that precious. So, again, it's it's a hell of a decision to make. You know what I mean? But some women are forced to make it every day. Some women choose to not do it. Some women... Again, it's tough. It's a rough conversation. So I don't know, but what I do know is put God first and you'll never be last. Hopefully you guys not necessarily enjoyed this podcast, but maybe it made you think a little bit. All right.